chicken, pig, and cow person. I thought you were going to say just a chicken nugget girl. <laughs> okay. All right. Matthew. More. Luke. Um, Acts. Romans. First and second Corinthians. Galatians. Ephesians. Philippians. Colossians. Ephesians. Philistines. First, second. Uh, Corinthians. We're in the T's. First and second. Uh, 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 you got two out of the three T's. No. First and second. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh. Thessalonians. Yes. Titus. No. First and second. Thessalonians. Yeah. First and second. First and second. First and second Thessalonians. It's another one with a T. Lila already said it. First and second. No, it's a, it's a guy's name. A different guy. Yes. First and second Timothy. Philemon. 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 Yep. I'll never get it. Hebrews. Yep. James. Yep. First and second Peter. Yep. First, second, third John. Jude. Revelation. Revelation, yeah. Can I start myself? We're rusty on this. We, did, we missed it one week. Can you start it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm, Liam, would you like to start? <laughs> Too bad. Kipton's going to start. Kipton? Matthew. Oh, Mark. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. First and second Corinthians. Galatians. Ephesians. Philippians. Yep. Colossians. First, first and second Thessalonians. Yep. Titus. Yep. <laughs> Hebrews. James, first and second Peter, first and second, third John, Jude, Revelation. I'm gonna say Jude. Just one revelation. Mm. You, you said revelations. Yeah. yeah. It's just one. It's just one revelation. That's the revelation to Saint John or the revelation of Saint John. All right. We've got a lot to do tonight. Uh, this is the lightning round. Who wants to start the lightning? Round? Okay, Leela, and then we're we're gonna go counterclockwise back this way. Okay. John. Acts. Romans. First and second Corinthians. Galatians. Philippians. Colossians. First and second Thessalonians. First and second Timothy. Titus. Philemon. Hebrews. James. First and second Hebrews. First and second third John. Jude. Revelation. Ooh. Emma, get Ooh. How did Emma get Revelation twice? It's getting hot in here. <laughs> All right. What is the third petition of the Lord's Prayer? The what is the third petition of the Lord's Prayer? The third. Wait, wait. What? What? <laughs> what is the third? Thy kingdom come, and thy will be done thy, on earth as it is in heaven. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What on earth? Give us this day our daily bread. What, what is the third petition of the Lord's Prayer? Thy kingdom come, and... No. Huh? Thy will be done. Am I doing the wrong one here? No. 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 This is the one you had. Oh. What is? What is the? What is the third petition? Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Okay, good. What does this mean? The good and gracious will of God is done even without our prayer. But we pray this petition. Petition. Just petition. Three. Petition. Not petition. Petition. Yeah, petition. But we pray in this petition that it may be done 
among us. You lost me after you tried to correct me. I know. All right, I guess we'll... You need to add live. You're not doing that. This one's really hard to add live. I don't know. Uh, Okay, let's do this again. What's the third petition of the Lord's Prayer? Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What does this mean? The good and gracious will of God is done even without our prayer. But we pray in this petition that Yeah, very good. Okay. All right, now, next time, though, next time it's, it's this big, long one. Why? How is... Pardon me. Why? <laughs> because it's important to know. Okay. Don't you want to know how God's will is done? Yeah, I guess. Okay, God's will is done when he breaks and hinders every evil plan and purpose of your three enemies, which are the the devil, the world, the world, and our sinful flesh. Our sinful flesh. The devil, the world, the devil, the world, and our sinful flesh, which do not want us to do what? Well, all the petitions we've already done. They don't want us to hallow God's name or let his kingdom come. So that's, that's how God's will is done. And also, when he strengthens and keeps us in his word and also in his faith until we die. This is his good and gracious will. Yes? Hinder means to prevent. So when Jesus says, Do not hinder the little children from coming to me. He says, Don't stop them from coming here. Don't make it hard for them to come to me. Okay, That's what it means to hinder and what it means to break the plan and purpose. If I have a plan... Oh, to go against and an the e- and a, and a, if I have an evil plan and purpose, is it what the world and wants and teach Memphis you? breaks it? It's evil though. Your hero. Then what does that mean? He has. Yeah, but what does it mean that he's? Yeah, he's destroyed it. Now it doesn't work anymore. Okay. So this is what it. This is uh, how God's will is done. That he destroys the plans and the purposes, the workings of the devil and the world and the flesh that don't want us to do any of the things that we prayed for in these other petitions. And also when he comes to us and when he makes us to be strong and he gives us his word for us to believe and he gives us his faith to trust and that he keeps us in that until we die. That's long. Yes. Well, if it's too long for Kipton, I guess we'll have to do two. No! Wait, what? Two terms? Thanks a lot. Two big, two big long ones. No, 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 see, Kipton, what happens here is if, so, if, 
If one person gets punished, everybody gets punished. Oh, we're going back to PE class. Just like the military, baby. Welcome to the Lord's Army. No, we're going to the to PE class. <laughs> All right, term quiz. Uh, it would be funny if you started putting waivers around. Welcome to the Lord's Army. Yeah? Like, do you want to sign up today? Oh, you're already well, signed up. Class. You're already signed Somebody up. Somebody is bad. Everybody gets punished. Do you need a different pencil, Luke? Could somebody kindly provide Luke with a pencil? Uh -huh. Here's a nice one. Ooh, a ticonderoga. Oh, that's not so nice. That is a bad <laughs> Way to go, Sadie. Okay, number one. Number one. To call upon God, asking him for his help and for his blessing, all according to the promises that he has made to you in his word. Number two. To suffer harm to our person, that is to our body, to our possessions, to our bank account, to our home, to our business, to our good name, to our reputation, all because of believing and living by the gospel of Jesus. Number three, Old Testament men of God who were called by him to preach his word to the people of Israel and to point them to the coming Savior. These men wrote many of the books of the Old Testament scriptures. And I will give you a bonus point if you can give me the names of one of these men. There are so many for you to choose from. All I need is one name of one of these kinds of men. Ooh. That's easy. Number four. The reign of Christ through the Spirit in the hearts and in the lives of his people. The reign of Christ through the Spirit in the lives and in the hearts of his people. It's also Jesus' death on the cross. That's a little bonus. That's not in the term. And I'll give you another bonus point. You can tell me which petition of the Lord's Prayer we pray for this thing in. Number five. The holy orders and solemn charge given to the man who is placed into the office of the holy ministry, which is the apostolic office, to tend and to keep and to defend the holy gospel to preach and to teach and to administer the sacraments. And I will give you a bonus point if you can tell me how this apostolic 
mantle or this holy order is put on the person who is being ordained. All right, do you need to repeat any of these? Yes, Sadie. I can repeat number one, yes. Number one is to call upon God asking for his help and for his blessings all on the basis of the promises that he has made to you in his word. Emma. I'll get you next, Luke. Number three. Okay. Yes, I can repeat number three. Number three. The Old Testament men of God, Old Testament men of God, who were called by God to preach his word to the people of Israel. And it's these men that wrote the majority of the Old Testament. And I will give you a bonus point if you can tell me one of these men's name. Luke? Number four. The reign of Christ. Reign as in rule. The reign of Christ through the Holy Spirit in the hearts and in the lives of his people. It is also... All of this happens in the death of Jesus. So we can also say it's the crucifixion of Jesus. And the bonus point is if you can tell me which petition of the Lord's Prayer it is that we pray for this, whatever this might be, in. Leela. Number two. Number two. To suffer harm to your person, that is to your body, to your possessions, to your house, to your wallet, to your bank account, to your business, to your good name, to your reputation, to your credit score, all because you believe in the gospel of Jesus and follow him and live a life according to Jesus. Any more that anyone needs repeated? No. Okay. Memphis? Yeah. Number one. Prayer? It is prayer. That is correct. Yay. Liam, number two. Pardon me? Persecution? Number two is persecution. Correct. You are persecuted by suffering harm to your person for the sake of Jesus. You're not persecuted if you're a criminal and you get sent to jail but you are persecuted if you are a regular old good citizen who is sent to jail only because you believe in Jesus. Like the fella in? Ireland. Good, Ireland, yes. Next time you see Carolyn, just make sure that you tell her Alba Gubra. What does that mean? It's the guy's name in Ireland. No, it isn't. No? Okay, never mind. It's, it's uh, she'll know what it means. It's nothing naughty, but... You should make sure well, you say it to I don't think her. a pastor would be giving an I wouldn't, absolutely never. Alba Gubra. Make sure, make sure you say that to Carolyn. She'll, be, she'll love it. Okay, number three, Kipton. The 
Number three. Uh, it is not the seven. Old Testament, Kipton. Old Testament, yes. Emma. I can't hear you. Is that a question? No. Is, was that a question? No. Okay. <laughs> Prophets is correct. Now, Emma, did you write down the name of a prophet? Yes, but I was just guessing. Well, tell me what your guess is. Didn't you write the New Testament? Um, I'm going to need you to be more specific than that. Which John? Because you could be right or you could be wrong, depending on which John you choose. One of the John? Um, what are the options? Oh, I can't tell you that. Yeah, there's one that's wrong and there's one that's right. Those are the options. Did you say John the Baptist? Yeah. Is that your final answer? Hurry, hurry! Yeah. Yes, that is correct. He's actually the last of the prophets. So technically not Old Testament, but he is a prophet. So, well, there you go. Okay, did you have a prophet? No, I don't think this is right. Did you write one down? Yes. What did you write? Well, at first, my, I, thought it was, I thought the word was disciples, so I put Peter. Peter is not a prophet, no. He is an apostle and a disciple. Leela, did you have the name of a prophet? I put minister. Uh, that is incorrect. <laughs> I, I thought that. You put John? Yeah. Which John? John the Baptist. Oh, okay, yes. I Luke. You put Luke? Yeah. Luke is not a prophet. Did, Isaiah is a prophet. Kipton, did you? Did you? Yes. Do I need to look at your sheet? Did you write it? How did you get Isaiah if you didn't get prophet right? How did you guess the name of a prophet if you didn't know that the term was prophet, Kipton? My guess, I can't. I, unless I see it, I'm not going to believe it, says the disciple Thomas and the pastor. Pastor wasn't born yesterday. Okay, Sadie, number, what are we on? Four? Number four. Well, what did you write down? Pardon me? The crucifixion. It is not the cru Well, the term is not the crucifixion. It does incorporate the crucifixion. Leela, what do you have? I'm going to give that to yes. you. It is the kingdom of God. But I'll give that to you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And um, what petition do we, in the Lord's Prayer, would we pray for the kingdom of God, Leela? Did you write it down? Did you, did you write it down? Yeah, I did the first. The first petition? Yeah. Our Father. Oh, I guess that's the introduction. Hallowed be thy name. That's the first petition. Hallowed be thy name. Yeah. Why not? Well, it's not exactly correct. Did anybody oh. else write down the petition? Did you write it down? It's the second petition. Thy kingdom come. I, it's the second one. <laughs> I was thinking, and I was thinking, and I was going, and I had the second, and then I was like, what's the one? That one sounds better. No, it was the second. All right. Uh, and last, number five. Luke, what's number five? Holy Pardon me? 
it's, no, it's, this is uh, the making of the holy ministers. How is a holy minister made oh. Memphis? What do you... I'm pretty sure it's ordination. It is ordination. Is I didn't you... put that down, though. I just realized what you said, so don't give it to me. Well, I, no, I can only give... I put the ministry. Oh, it, that's not what it is. It is, it is ordination. I, wasn't I didn't hear the whole thing. There is a bonus. Hey, 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 I'm not going to talk over all of you. The term is ordination. That's the holy orders or the charge that is given to the person, the man, who is receiving the office of the ministry. Okay? So that's ordination. In other words, what makes a man a pastor? Ordination. Now, the bonus question was, what, how is that office of the ministry or the apostolic office put on the man in ordination? Memphis. By the putting of hands? Yes, by the laying on of hands. I'll take... I'll take putting on of hands. That'll work just fine. Okay. Sadie? All right, so I got the um, term wrong, but I put ordination for the bonus question. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't. The, that's not the answer to the bonus question. That's the answer to the regular term. Ordination is the term, and how ordination happens. So how, do you become, how does a man become a pastor? By ordination. And how does ordination happen? By the... Laying on of hands, that's right. I heard you say... Because I'm right-handed and he sits at my right hand, which, by the way, is the seat of power and authority at the right hand. So he is the uh, most powerful of all of you. Yes, sir? I would have got it, but I started dazing off and I thought, I thought the ceiling looked cool. And then I heard... Well, that'll <laughs> teach you to daze and off. And I went, oh, it's pastors and teachers. Oh, that'll teach you to daze off, won't it? All right, Memphis. Oh, I got five. What six? You have five? Yeah. Okay, Liam? Six. What about that bonus six? question from last week? What was the bonus question? Uh, the seven. I didn't get that. I only got five out of them. I just searched it up today because I was looking through my term book. Didn't find. I only found two of those. Memphis, here, I'm, I'm sorry to disappoint you, friend, but I don't remember what I ate I for do. breakfast this morning. I don't remember what the bonus I question do. was. I do, I do, Half I do. of the time, I come up with the bonus points on the fly. I don't even have those written down. I just think of what would be fun. Uh, Sadie. Um, I got three. Emma. Five out of five. Luke. Five. Layla. One. But it was a hard-earned one. And it came just at the right time. Kipton? Five. Now, Kipton, I know you don't have Isaiah on that sheet. Are you being honest yes, with I me? But I you... missed the two bonus questions, okay. and I missed Isaiah. Okay, that's fine. Well, I missed one term, but I missed the bonus question, and I missed the other bonus question. Okay. What are you doing? All right. You're about ready to find out. <laughs> Don't. I found it, and I heard you say it. You heard me say, I say what? I don't even know what you're talking the about. The bonus question. What was the bonus oh. question? Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Seven. Just wait. And I am going to expect you to remember each name of the seven. I said bonus question next week. You want a bonus point. Okay. Okay. 
I didn't. I didn't hear myself saying next week. Gosh dang it! I swear you said next week. I'm proven wrong. I'm I going crazy. I said if you want bonus points, that means someday I might ask you what the names are. I only got five. Mm -hmm. All right. Acts chapter six. We have so much we need to do tonight. Is that true? I've got it. Is what true? Or is that false information? Is what false information? What you just said. Acts chapter six. No. That we have so much to do. Yes. The major that is. Are you trying to confuse me? I, no, it's, he tried to. I cannot I be. Hey, come on, Kipton. Acts chapter six. I, I cannot be confused. It's impossible for me to be confused. I swear you said next week. I swear I'm not. I'll show you my math homework, then you will be confused. Right after bonus points, you said bonus points for next week. I swear. I'm gonna start writing my math here. I think that's just wishful thinking, Memphis. Acts chapter 6, starting at verse 8. Starting at verse 8. Now this is right where we left off last time. Remember that they're, they ordained the seven? Can you tell me? I'll give an immediate bonus point applied to your score for tonight immediately to one person and only one person who can tell me which of the seven ended up being a naughty boy. Wait, I can't remember. Kipton? I'm guessing. No guesses are allowed. You have to. You have to actually know. Yes. Nicholas, please. Is Nic that right? Nicholas. Nicholas. Yes. Nicholas. That hey, is correct. Said, yeah, 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 I got six now. He said it wrong. He said Nicholas. That's close enough. Because I lost it. Because I re I reviewed over those and I remembered. There you go, Memphis. You're up. A, you're up a point. Unlimited okay. <laughs> power. All know. right. Acts chapter 6. We're tied on this term quiz right now. <laughs> Only I know the Are scores. Are we doing chapter 6 or chapter 8? Chapter 6. Verse 8. Verse okay. 8. We're going to go counterclockwise. Me to Luke. And Stephen. Who is Stephen, Memphis? He's one of the seven. <laughs> He's one of the seven. Look at you. That's not worth a bonus point. <laughs> Stephen, full of faith and power did great wonders and signs among the people. Then some of these who belonged to the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, and of the Cyrenians, mm -hmm. and of the Alexi Alexandrians, Alexandrians, and those from Cilicia, Cilicia in Asia, uh -huh. rose up and disputed with Stephen. Yeah. Uh, what are they disputing? What does it mean to dispute Memphis? Uh, I don't know exactly. Oh, they're going against him. Yes, well, yes, but there's a specific meaning of a specific kind of going against with dispute. Yes. If you and I have a dispute over what I said we last week. Yes, we argument. have an argument. We're arguing. They're disagreeing with Stephen and disputing with him, arguing with him about what? What would these people possibly have to argue with Stephen about Memphis? About the wonders and signs he's doing among the people? No. What, what is, where are wonders and signs always rooted, and what do uh, they Jesus, always point Jesus. to? Uh, I can't remember his full name, but it's just Jesus. Well, yeah, it's Jesus. But what about Jesus? A, a sign and a miracle always points to Jesus. Dying on the cross? No. No. And is rooted in the gospel. Why? Remember, why 
Do the apostles perform miracles and wonders to confirm the gospel? So they can say, we really are the apostles. We really are the ones whom he gave power and authority to forgive sins and to ordain and make new pastors. We really are the ones, and here are the signs to prove it. And remember I asked you last week, are there still signs and wonders that the apostles yes. of today do? Yes. Because you're technically an apostle, and you do signs and wonders when you're doing communion. Because you bless us, and you put your hands on us. Yeah, in a so, way, yeah, like you, you get to see signs and wonders, and all signs and wonders are ultimately performed by Jesus, but they all point to Jesus. So, so when, you go, when there's communion, it's not that the pastor does a hocus-pocus and makes it Jesus. It's that Jesus works a miracle through <coughs> the man so that you can see that this really is the one that Jesus has selected and ordained, just like the apostles themselves. Here's a fun story on Halloween of all days. I bet you know this story already. This Halloween, last week on Tuesday, yeah. I went and cast a demon out of a house. Are you serious? And if that's not a sign and wonder, Did you do, wait, I don't know what are is. You, are you serious? Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. deadly serious. I don't, oh my gosh, really? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which house was it? It was, it, it, no. House or it was a house out that way. That, did you get the demon that, out? Yep, that naughty children did naughty things in and invited naughty things in. Oh, they did, they did oh do so like a Ouija board kind of thing and then just left it Yeah, there. they messed around with some witchcraft. So I went in and guess what? It's a sign and a wonder. See, all that stuff still happens. Signs and wonders. I would like to see now, that. I like paranormal stuff. Uh, and verse 10, so they're arguing about the gospel. You're not telling the truth. This guy didn't rise from the dead. Blah, blah, blah. Ten. And they were not able to resist the wisdom and the, and the spirit by which he spoke. What does that mean? <gasps> yes, like, Sadie. They, they didn't like it? Mm, well, they're disputing with him. They don't like it already. But they're not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit. I'm going to put this in a smart way because it involves a spirit. Okay, go. I'm going to, they could, they could not push the breath away or take the breath away because the spirit spits out the breath. Come on, that's kind of smart, right? That's too smart. Oh, come on. <laughs> Is that good? Yeah, that was good. Okay. It, but it was too smart. I didn't need it to be that smart. But I thought of it really fast and I was like, oh, that's really good. I shouldn't break my hand. Yes, you're very smart. No. Now, um... They can't resist him. Yeah. This means they can't argue against him. No matter how hard they try to argue against him, he just keeps teaching and he keeps showing them that they're wrong. So like, and what he's saying is correct. That what he has is the truth. They can't resist him. It's like if you try to get into an argument with me. You can't resist me. Nah, well, it'll probably keep going. It'll probably keep going. I'll lose. I'm not good at oh my! Okay, and they can't resist his teachings or the breath or gospel. The wisdom. Wisdom. Yeah, they can't. They can't resist the his wisdom and, and the spirit. spirit by which he spoke, which means. He's not speaking oh. all by himself, is he? No. He's speaking by the... Word of God. By the... Gospel. gospel. Breath. Spirit. Spirit. Oh. Man, it's he's speaking by the Spirit. So here's another good example for you, okay? 
when the pastor, when you come to church on Sunday during divine service and it's time for the sermon and the pastor gets up into the pulpit and starts preaching the sermon, is the sermon just pastor getting on his hobby horse and telling you all about what he thinks about things yeah. for f 15 no. minutes? No. No, it isn't. By, by whose spirit is that sermon being proclaimed? The gospel. Spirit. The spirit of? The gospel. Spirit Word. Word. The breath. <laughs> Anything. I, I think you've broken. I've broken. <laughs> Where's the reset button? Um. <laughs> it's by the spirit of the Lord. Oh. Yep, the same spirit that I have by virtue of? Putting laying on a hand. Which, by ordination. Yeah, the spirit comes with ordination, and now I have the... The, the spirit of the Lord, the mantle of the apostles, all that's, that's uh, what pastors have so that when they are preaching, it's not just their own opinion. It's not like this. Well, let me tell you what I think about the Bible. It's this is the word of God because I'm speaking not because I'm smart and not because I'm dumb and not because I think or don't think or read or don't read, but because the Spirit of the Lord is working in me because I am a pastor and because they were apostles and because Stephen was ordained and was a pastor. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. So they can't resist it. They can't fight against it. Eleven. They serially instigated men who said... Ooh, instigate. What does that mean? Question? Well, that's no. in yours. Yeah, mine says induced as well. What does it mean if your teacher says, Emma, because this is how your teacher talks, isn't it? Emma, are you an instigator? Oh, oh I just realized William? how you put it against. That Pardon me? Against? No. 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 When you carry it on. Let's say I got an argument and somebody joins in and they, they escalate it. They Not an escalator, but the <laughs> troublemaker. If you are an instigator. I try to get right. I am the troublemaker. Oh, so you're a good, you're a good girl then, huh? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, good. You're at least you're honest. You know, that's worth something. Where are okay. we at? That was, that was verse 11. So they're instigating or inducing, which means they are starting up, causing to happen. If I am, ah. a, if I am an instigator, it means I'm the one who starts the trouble. So I could literally just say something. So like, let's or say like, if your book, if your translation says inducing, and I know it does because that's you have the same one I do. Yep. If it says inducing, that's like if a woman is pregnant and she goes in and she is induced. It means that her body has not decided it's time for the baby to give birth, but the doctor has. So the doctor makes her body give birth to the baby. Wow. She is induced. Huh. And the baby's going to be a preemie. <laughs> no, not, not, not typically. It's usually that the baby's starting to get too big. And then they say, okay, that baby, it's time for that baby to be born. Let's induce, which is to say, let's make this happen. Let's start this birth. So they are causing to happen what, Sadie? They're secretly doing what? Verse 11, yeah. Can they secretly instigated men who said, we have heard him speak. 
speak blasphemous? Blasphemous. Blasphemous word against Moses and God. What is blasphemous? What does it mean to blaspheme? Luke. Lie specifically about what? To lie? Think about the second commandment. What is the second commandment? Do you remember? You shall have no other gods. Misuse the name. So if you're blaspheming, what are you doing? Misusing the name. Blaspheming is to say uh, false things about God, impious things about God. That are means. Are we just doing synonyms now? I had to do that today. Uh, that oh. means things that are insulting about God. Okay. Lies and insults and and. Uh, False things about God, that's blaspheming. Making God out to be someone that he isn't, or making it appear as if God said something that he didn't. Blaspheming. Oh. Is that what Stephen is doing? No. No, he's just preaching the gospel. Verse 13. No, excuse me. 12. Yeah, what does it mean that they stir up the people? Yeah, they got them all. They got them all riled up. They started getting pumped. They started getting energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Seized. Yep. And what's the name of the council? Memphis. Sanhedrin. Yes, that's correct. Now, what does this sound like? Well, actually, let's do verse 13, and then I'll ask that question. They also set up false witnesses who said, this man does not cease to speak blasphemous words against this holy place and the law. Yeah, continue, 14. For we have heard them say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and change the customs Moses Handed down to us. Yes. Okay, so what does this all sound like? Uh, it rem this is kind of like, a, I don't know if this is the answer, but this reminds me of, you know, when John, or was it John and who else was it that went to the temple and started preaching and then got arrested for no reason? Okay, yes. That reminds That's, me of that. it, Yep, it does remind you of that. There's uh, people reject the gospel and... Uh, they reject the preaching of repentance. You mean I have to turn away from this to turn to Jesus? Well, I don't want to do that, so I reject Jesus. And that means I reject you. You like Jesus? Well, I don't like Jesus. Oh. And if you like Jesus, then I don't like you. And then I'm going to uh, persecute you and all of this, okay? Uh, yeah, but there's think further back than just the apostles. What does this sound just like? Uh, let me rattle off some of this just as a review, okay? What's happening to Stephen? Preaching the gospel, okay? Nobody can resist his wisdom. Anytime somebody tries to challenge him, they just look dumb. Hmm. Uh, so because they can't pin him into a corner and make him look dumb, and they always look dumb, they just start telling lies about him. And they say that he blasphemed. So then they arrest him, and they bring him to the Sanhedrin, and then they have false witnesses come and 
testify against him before the council. Who does that sound like? Uh, Jesus? Yes! Because that's exactly the same thing that happened to Jesus. I still think it's crazy that they let a murderer out over Jesus. I remember that in the Passion Play. Yep. Like, do you want this man out, or do you want Jesus out? Nope. They, a yep, Jesus is worse than a murderer. He was a rabble rouser. He was a rebel. He started a re tried to start a revolution. I thought he murdered somebody. He did. Yeah. He murdered people trying to start a revolution. Oh. And then they're like, do you want this murderer out or an innocent man? They would, like, they would prefer him. So why is it that what's happening to Stephen now looks just like what happened to Jesus? Uh, is, that a mis is that an accident? No. Why? Oh, well... Don't call me. Okay, I'll tell you why. Because if you follow Jesus, what happens to Jesus happens to oh, you. Oh, yeah, that, was, that makes sense. So that's why wherever the gospel is preached, there will always be... Uh, a martyr? Persecution and martyrdom, yes. What is a martyr? A person who dies that was... Uh, dies for... The word, or Jesus? Or, yeah, dies yeah. for Jesus, dies like for the their apostles. faith. Yeah, they're all martyrs, right. Yeah. So there are, there's persecution, which is just suffering any kind of a harm, and then the ultimate persecution is martyrdom, when you are made a martyr, that is, you're put to death. Now here's, this may or may not occur as a bonus point at some time in the future, that remains undefined, <laughs> and that is martyr, which is sort of a funny sounding word, comes from the Greek. Yeah. And what it means in Greek is that, that you are bearing witness. So John the Baptist is a martyr because he is bearing witness to Jesus. I, I feel like but then he is also a martyr because he's put to death. So when you are a martyr, it means not only that you are put to death because you believe in Jesus and confess him, it also means that in being put to death for the sake of your faith in Jesus, you're also bearing witness to Jesus. Why? Because you believe you're going to be raised from the dead. And see Jesus. Mm -hmm. So you preach the gospel even as you're being put to death. And that's martyr. Isn't this what happened to John, John the Baptist? Yes. Well, All right. Yep. All right. So conti let's continue. We got to keep going. And all. And all that sat in the council, looking steadfastly on him, saw his face as it had been the face of an angel. Yes, as of an angel. What is an angel? There's a very, there's a, when, when you think of an angel, you think of a big shining white guy with wings. But the word, the, the word angel just means messenger. Oh yeah, that's right. So Stephen has the spirit. That was in the Old Testament. Yep, Stephen has the spirit of God in his ordination. He's preaching the gospel. He is a messenger of the Lord and they look at him and even as they're bearing false witness against him, he is a messenger. He is an angel. Yes. Wasn't it the second important? I can't remember how the term went. 
But I knew I mentioned messenger, and it said this is what an angel is. What is that term called? I can't remember. Uh, angel? No. I don't. Uh, is this from the Old Testament yeah. one? I don't know off the okay. top of my head. Of so now to chapter 7. We're going to burn through this. Then the high priest said, are these things so? And he said, brethren and fathers, listen. The God of glory appeared to our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia before he dwelt in Haran. And he and said to him, go out, go out from your land and from your kindred and go into the land that I wish, that I will show you. Mm -hmm. Then he came out of the land of the Chaldeans? Chaldeans. Chaldeans and dwelt in Haran. 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 What's dwelt mean? Dwelt? Yeah. Lived there. Now where do you dwell? Do you dwell in a home? Do you dwell in a cave? Do you dwell in Fairfax? Yeah. Yeah. So, so then you have dwelt in Fairfax. That means that's where you live. Oh, okay. How do you know I dwell in a home? What? You stuck in me? <laughs> Don't you remember? Pastor knows so much more than you can possibly imagine that I, that I know. Anything you think that I know, I know more about you and what you do and what you think and where you live. Oh, where I sleep. Oh, I know. Only when you're bad. Okay. Oh. And from there, when his father was dead, he moved him to his land in which you now dwell. Mm -hmm. Yet he gave him no inheritance in it, not even a foot's length, but promised to give it to him as a possession and to his offspring after him, mm -hmm. though he had a child. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Foreign. Yep. Yep. Oppress. Yeah, so all this begins with Abraham. Why does it begin with Abraham? What happens to Abraham? What's important about Abraham? Why, did the, why do all the people in the New Testament say, we're children of Abraham? Um, Kipton, what's important about Abraham? I haven't called on you yet tonight. Um, it's important. He's important because... The Lord does what for Abraham? The Lord makes him a disciple? No. no, he makes him a promise, a covenant. Oh, all the nations of the Please. earth. Okay, Memphis. Yeah, and I do. Uh, I remember the promise was anybody who, uh, who brought prosecution or something like that. Yeah, he, I will curse would, those who curse, curse you. Them. I will yeah. bless those who bless you. But yeah. there's, but yeah, that then that comes oh, from the was, fact that you are my God's, child I, now. I think I remember the name of the term. It was God's promise to Abraham. Yes, all the, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed uh, in Abraham. And why are they blessed? Why are all the nations of the earth blessed in Abraham? Because who eventually comes from the line of Abraham? Jesus! Jesus I'm surprised. Who takes away the sin of the world. Okay, so then, I'm going to jump, we're going to jump really a lot, okay? So, then, what happens for 400 years? Oh. They are slaves in... Uh, 
Egypt. And then uh, what happens in Egypt? They are freed. Exodus. The Exodus. They are in bondage and then they are released. What does that point ahead to? Being a slave and being set free. Oh, who's, oh, Moses? What do you think, Luke? Oh, never mind. What do you think that points to? Being a slave and then being set free. Being in one place and then being freed and led out of it to the promised land. What does that sound like? Moses. Yes, but Moses is pointing ahead to someone even greater. Who's the new Moses? You know it. You know it. It's a Sunday school answer. Who's the new Moses? Just like the new Adam. Who is it? Who goes to get his people and take them out of death and lead them into the promised land? Jesus! Yeah, Good boy! I knew, I knew you knew it. Okay, so all this points to Jesus. And then God delivers Israel by Moses. All of this to Moses. Then Israel rebels against God and he sends the judges. And all of these people turn them back. And then they have the tabernacle. And then there's David. A tabernacle. The tabernacle is the big tent, remember? Before they have a temple, they have the tabernacle, which is the big tent that has the Holy of Holies and the Ark of the Covenant where the Ten Commandments live, which is really where Jesus lives. I never heard of that. That was from last year. So all of this, he tells them all of the big stories of everything that happens in the Old Testament. Why? Because the Old Testament is all about... Hush! I didn't point to you, Missy. Yes, be bold, don't be afraid. It's the same answer you had before. Jesus, the whole, the whole Old Testament is about Jesus. Everything is about Jesus. Abraham is blessed because of Jesus. All the nations of the earth are blessed because of Jesus. Why is it that uh, the, uh, God will bless those who bless Abraham and curse those who curse? Because of Jesus. What does the bondage in Israel point to? It points to the death of the people in sin. And Moses comes and leads them out of it. That's like Jesus who leads you out of death. All of this. King David is like Jesus, but Jesus is way better. All of this. And then what's the point? Why is he preaching this to them? To show them, listen, all of the scriptures are about this one man. Jesus fulfilled all of this. And then he says this. I'll finish all the rest of this up. At 51. Whoa. Whoa. You stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears. That means you are unholy people and you're stiff-necked. You're stubborn. Oh, this is Stephen talking. This is Stephen who's talking. All of this has been Stephen talking to the people. You always resist the Holy Spirit. As your fathers did, so do you. You're just as wicked as Israel was when they turned away from the Lord. That's what he's telling them. Oh, and the, oh, I remember. Which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? And the answer, none of them. And they killed those who foretold the coming of the just one. Who is the just one? Who's the just one, Kipton? Jesus. Jesus, of whom you now have become the betrayers and murderers. Who else told them it was you who crucified this Jesus Christ? Uh, Peter. Peter, good boy. Okay. Who have received the law by the direction of angels and have not kept it. 
Why? Because the law points to Jesus. You've thrown it away. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart. What does that mean? Oh, they were cut to death. No, Luke. Um, it, they become angry because they're cut to the heart. Sadie? I'll say it like how you, you hip kids say it. Ready? It hit them in the feels. Ah, it hit him in the motion. <laughs> motion. No, it hit him. Why have I ever said that? Nor my friends. No, I, I guess you just must not be hip. When he said it, hit him in the feels. Hit him in the feels. Yeah. Right. Oh. Yeah. His words. His words hit him right where it needed. <gasps> oh. oh my goodness! You're so lucky. Hit him right in the feels. Hit him right where they needed to be hit, and then they became angry and they gnashed at him with their teeth. <laughs> That's what they do. But he, being full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. And he said, Look, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. I see Jesus. I see Jesus. He is at the right hand of the Father. You don't see him, but I see him because I am like an angel. Goodbye, Stephen. And then they cried out with a loud voice. They stopped up their ears. They go like this. Ah! We're done! And then they if run at him. This is really how the Bible went. This is a cartoon. I'm just saying. You know? I mean, that's kind of funny. They stopped up there. They ran at him with one accord. They stormed, out. They stormed the field from the bleachers. That's what it's like. And they cast him out of the city, and they stoned him. What does it mean to be to stone, oh, Leela? Whenever they throw rocks at you, until you die. Until Why you die. Smiling? Yeah, they. they it's when you die. I, we don't have time for this. Do you want to know why stoning was the way that they killed people? Oh, so they feel as much pain before they die. No. Oh, for this. Because suffer. what was the law written on? I can't remember. Stone. The stone tablets. Oh, yeah. So have you ever heard somebody say, throw the book at you? Nope. If you go to court and they say, I hope the judge throws the book at you, it means I hope that you're punished to the full extent of the law. That means if you go to court and, you, and you're guilty and the maximum time you could spend in jail was 100 years, I hope that they sentence you to 100 years, the maximum. I hope they throw the book at you. Well, stoning was literally throwing the book, taking the, taking the same stuff the law was written on and throwing it at you until you died. And then they said it was the law that killed you because of the stone. We'll, well throw yeah. the book at you. Technically, it's still the law that kills you today if you're in trouble. Yes, anyway. And they stoned him, and the witnesses laid down their clothes at the feet of a young man named Saul. So who's in charge of all of this? And Wait, who gets the and who gets the most angry? And who is the one that first storms from the bleachers? And who's the one who starts throwing stones and telling everybody else to throw stones? Saul. Or Saul. Is he like a king? I swear I've heard that. There was King Saul. This is a different Saul. This is Saul who studied under Gamaliel. And they stoned Stephen as he was calling on God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then, no, he's a Pharisee. 
Then he knelt down and cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not charge them with this sin. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. What does that mean that he fell asleep? He died. It means he died. Why do they say fall asleep instead to of that he died? To be more appropriate, there's no mm. point in getting violent. Oh, well. Why fall asleep and not just, and he croaked. And he kicked, oh. he was stoned and he kicked the bucket. I, he was stoned and they put him six feet under. I know why. Yes, Sadie? Maybe like, because like, he dies and then like, like awakes in heaven. What happens when Jesus comes back? The, the resurrection. The resurrection, right. So which basically means, we're just asleep when we die. Mm -hmm, which means that death is nothing but just going to sleep because Jesus comes for the resurrection. Good. So Stephen, Stephen is martyred. And remember, what is martyrdom? It's not just being put to death. It's be, uh, be a witness of something. It's, like yeah, you're bearing witness yeah. to Jesus. Why is it that you are willing to die for Jesus? Because you know that Jesus will always take care of you and that he'll come to resurrect the body. So what's the big deal if they chop your head off? Who cares? I thought of something when you were doing like the cartoon kind of thing. I was like, yeah? I bet this is what Stephen thinks. Oh, who's gosh darn unholy people always doing this? That's uh, what I thought when you were doing He's a little more charitable than that. Now, let's look at this. Okay, here are your terms. You have St. Stephen, the first martyr. But if you want to be super cool, the, mm -hmm. Don't say first martyr, say proto-martyr. 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 Yep, like proto-evangelion. First yeah, gospel, right. first martyr. Then, first. martyr, we already know who that is, a person who's put to death for their faith. Saint. What is a proto-martyr? Proto-martyr means first martyr. Okay. Saint. Okay. A saint is a term for any Christian. Salt. It means they've been made holy. Okay. And sometimes then we... We use like capital S saint to like talk about specific saints? people, uh, like Saint Augustine or Saint Stephen. We talk about specific holy people. And then Saul, Good men. the Pharisee from Tarsus. Is that the last word? Yep, four you know terms. Saul Goodman. Saul Goodman? Yeah. Who wants to see my picture? We're not even close yeah. to the end because. I can't see it. All right, we've got to go pray. So, catechism, the big, the big part of the third petition, and then your four terms. All right, we'll see you next time.